The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 15th chapter. Jesus went away from there and withdrew to the district of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a Canaanite woman from that region came out and was crying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely oppressed by a demon. But he did not answer her a word. And his disciples came and begged him, saying, Send her away, for she is crying out after us. He answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But she came and knelt before him, saying, Lord, help me. And he answered, It is not right to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. She said, Yes, Lord, yet even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered her, O woman, great is your faith. Be it done for you as you desire. And her daughter was healed instantly. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Sometimes when the singing stops before we stop, you may look up and notice that we eat and drink everything on the altar. Why do we do that? We do it because it is still Jesus. As the famous theologian Herman Sasse once said, the Eucharist is Christ. Since we don't have a tabernacle, one of those beautiful little houses in the back with a little light, a front porch light that you turn on whenever Jesus is home, since we don't have a tabernacle, we eat whatever is left from the Holy Supper. We eat and drink all we've got right down to the crumbs because the crumbs are Jesus too. When we brush the crumbs from our hands or brush the crumbs from the paten into the chalice, it reminds us all that Jesus does not come to us in bits and pieces. Jesus always comes to us all or nothing. So even the crumbs matter, and just the crumbs from Jesus are enough. That is something this wonderful woman from Cana knows too, that just the crumbs from Jesus are enough. She is such an admirable person, strong and direct and undeterred and completely driven by love for her daughter, who tragically has been wrapped up by a demon. In a world where she doesn't have much money and nobody has much health care, Jesus is her only hope. Even though she is a Gentile and perhaps on a normal day might even be an enemy of the Jews, and so an enemy of their king, she is proof that love really does conquer all. So when she comes to Jesus, she makes the son of David be her king too. The short story goes like this. She comes begging, Lord, have mercy on me. Jesus turns to her and says, but you're just a dog, you're just a pup. She counters, yes, but even puppies need to eat. 
and just the crumbs from you will do. And Jesus says, you have got a great big faith. And then her daughter is healed instantly and completely. On most days you come here, I hope, and you are dreaming big and working hard and trying to let Jesus have the best use of you. That's all good. But from time to time, I am afraid, each one of you will turn into this woman. And if it hasn't happened to you lately, it will. At some point, each one of you is going to struggle with the pain and desperation that she feels. And the odds are good that it will come to you through your kids, if you have them. And then when evil strips you down to absolutely nothing and leaves you exposed and alone and desperate, you will come to know what she knows. You've still got the crumbs, and you will find out that the crumbs are enough. Because the crumbs are Jesus, all of him, and Jesus sticks by you all or nothing. Of course, Jesus himself knows the pain and despair of being completely wrapped up in evil. That's the reason he knows the fix. Stripped down to nothing and hanging on a cross under a sign that said, the King of the Jews, and suffering innocently for the sins of the whole world, that means Jesus has a pretty good understanding of what you're going through. Naked and alone on the cross, all he's got left is what was pierced by nails. But it is precisely that flesh and blood, born of the Virgin Mary, dead and then resurrected, that is his triumph over everything that is broken and sinful and demonic in your life. It is that that fills the cup and the ciborium on this altar. And just a touch of it is enough, just a word, the body of Christ, just a splash, the blood of Christ, just a crumb. This is for you. With that holy touch, everything that Jesus came for, everything that Jesus is and did and said as Messiah and shepherd and king and savior, all of that is yours here today, here at this altar, here at this holy Eucharist. His words, his crumbs, his touch, these are the things that free you from anything in your life that is painful and demonic just as it did instantly and completely for that young girl. Still, after your word and your splash and your crumb today, there is every chance that your troubles will come rushing right back at you, and maybe even before you get back to your seat. Start with your kids somewhere skipping church this morning as if they were possessed by demons and they didn't belong to the Lord. 
in your head work down through your family, starting with the ones you like, but then think about the others too, the ones you'd actually like to hate. And then move on to all your old school pals, but include the ones who bullied you. And then your neighbors, and then the folks you work with, and then those you adore, but also those you don't. Without this king, every last one of them are liable to be ruled by the Antichrist, to be wrapped up in what is demonic. Without these crumbs, like that little girl, they will just keep lying there and suffering, all wrapped up in evil and on the way to dying alone and unloved. But the happiest part of this story is how this wonderful woman not only makes Jesus be for her, she also makes Jesus be for her daughter. She says the prayers. Her daughter feels the effects. She has faith. Her daughter gets healed. She tastes the crumbs that fall from the master's table. Her daughter gets the blessing. Like this Canaanite woman, this morning your Eucharist is not finished and your crumbs have not really had their way with you until you say your prayers today, strong, direct, and undeterred, and with love for every last one you lay before the Lord, both friends and enemies. When we beg for mercy and healing for all the folks who are not here with us this morning, but should be, we don't exactly know what will happen to them. But we do know this, that God did in fact love the world, the whole world, everybody, everywhere, all the time, no matter what. And that he did give his only begotten son into the flesh. He gave him on the cross. He gives him to you today in the Holy Eucharist, body and blood. And he does that for the life of the world. And it's given so that whoever believes in him, that is, whoever makes Jesus be for them and makes him be for those they love and even for those they don't, the woman, her daughter, you, your kids, your family, your friends, your neighbors, your co-workers, and even your enemies. They shall not perish but have eternal life. And then Jesus has joy in saying to each one of you as well, not even in Israel have I found such a great big faith. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.